On the Riabu podcast today, we would like to acknowledge that not everybody sees things our way when it comes to suppliers getting paid on time by their customers. Now, I know what you're going to say. As an SME, you depend on your customers paying your invoices on time. But it seems what on time constitutes and whether or not you should be paid on time is, to my great surprise, Simon Littlewood, still the matter of some conjecture. Yes, um, it's. I personally find it slightly frightening when I read about um, attempts to define specific ethical frameworks for payment and so on and so forth in research, for example, that's often paid for by government directly or indirectly. Um, the reality is that business, any business, is started by an individual with an idea or a team of people with ideas, and it depends on having relationships with other human beings and agreeing on the terms of trade and on sticking to those terms of trade. Um, the notion that how you operate or when you get paid or any of these things, the notion that that, and I know I'm jumping straight in here, um, uh, but the notion that that should somehow be governed by an academic framework or, or, or a government policy or any of those kind of things, to mm. me, is really inimical to, to the notion that we are sustained by creative business ideas which drive all the wealth creation in our society. Well, the worst, uh, or the, the only thing that's worse than perhaps having governments get into the negotiation that you have with your customers is the idea that your customers should be the one to determine when you get paid. And here is a post on LinkedIn which uh, we came across which seems to suggest that it is absolutely right for you to get paid later and later if your customer is facing tough economic times, as is obviously currently the case with COVID. Here is what this post says. The poster writes, I feel anxious when I hear statements that threaten our nation's prosperity. Starting well. The correct ethical calculation of payment times between buyers and suppliers should be based on the buyer's cash cycle. During an economic crisis, this person writes, it is ethical and correct for suppliers to wait longer to get paid if buyers' cash cycles have increased because inventory turnover has slowed. Uh, and finally, the person goes on to say, the correct solution is to enable digital integration to connect between working capital needs of SMEs directly to capital markets rather than our banks, such as invoice factoring, presumably, or somehow um, you know, selling your invoices to an investor who then makes the 12% that you give up in margins. So let's deal with this piece by piece, Simon. Should you get paid later and later if the buyer's cash cycles have increased? Well, the problem with that is, is it creates a toxic environment where everyone's waiting for the last person in the chain to get paid. And although, in fact, if you think about it, there is no last person in the chain because the, the last person in your chain is doing business with other people. He's buying to, from other people and selling to other people in all probability. Um, the reality is you need an environment where you agree a term of trade which is appropriate and you manage to that term of trade. If you take the view that my terms are flexible depending on what happens to you and that person takes the view that their terms are flexible depending on what happens to them, um, it is a big unholy mess. The fact of the matter is we all need specific terms of trade that we try and manage to. If there are external factors that make that difficult, then we need to deal with them. But the idea that, and it's not even mentioned in this post, post 
the idea that there might be a firm set of commitments associated with how you pay your suppliers, just as there is a firm set of commitments from the supplier in terms of price, lead time, quality, color, weight, size, you know, whatever the product, or whatever the product happens to be, mm. um, I find absolutely astonishing. Well, because it opens you up to the idea that buyers can make up whatever the heck they want to as a reason to to pay you late, and unfortunately, customers often do. Well, and and there's some other there's one other thing, and we've seen a massive growth in this over the last decade, which is that just as there has been more and more and more liquidity sloshing through not just the traditional banking world but also through other entrepreneurial, more flexible lending institutions, and there are an absolute plethora of them here in Singapore. Um, so there has been a, an associated interest in persuading companies of all shapes and sizes to borrow more and more and more money. So this notion that, well, you shouldn't sweat it if you don't get paid on time because eventually someone will pay somebody and eventually you'll get paid, it uh, plays nicely to the notion that in the meantime, you know, we'll be happy to carry on lending you money at a high rate of interest, you know, until things eventually get sorted out. This is I cannot state this strongly enough, this is not in the interests of any company, and it's particularly not in the interests of an SME, a small or medium-sized enterprise, that maybe already has a stressed cash flow. Yes. Is it even in the interest of the buyers to keep delaying supplier payments? Well, it's clearly in the interest of the lender. Uh, <laughs> and it's interesting, I mean, we, we in this post, and it's, it's a well-written post, we see the two elements of common public policy on working capital. The first element is get paid when you get paid, you know, and borrow money in the meantime. The second element is if everyone digitized, that would somehow solve the problem. And it's not, other than leading directly to state capture, that is where, where a government-related entity can see exactly what's going on with everyone's business, which is the consequence of digitalizing all the transactions. Digitizing, that is making a, a, a sale and an invoice and the payment digitized, binary that is, and visible, doesn't have any direct impact on when or if you get paid because when or if you get paid is always determined by a human being mm. making a decision to send or not to send money you yes. don't you don't got not get paid because somebody doesn't know how to pay you oh we've run out of checks or our bank stopped working or it's a wednesday or it's raining or no, at the end of the day everyone has more ways to pay than they've ever had the issue here is is what decision is my customer making about when to pay me and what behaviours should I adopt in order to ensure that I get paid on time? And I do not want government interfering in that. And I do not want to be constantly more and more and more in debt to overcome the fact that my customer doesn't want to pay me. Yes. And, and I do not want to spend a lot of money on automating aspects of my business on the entirely false premise that this is somehow going to solve my cash flow issues. What it will do, of course, is it will give the aforesaid lenders that we've just discussed visibility into where my cash gaps are. Because if all of if all of this is automated, they can see when I'm paying my suppliers, they can see how much I owe my suppliers in my payables ledger and how much cash I actually have. In other words, what the shortage is there. And they can see what I'm owed by my customers and how much overdue there is there. Both two golden opportunities for a lender to come along and say, I tell you what, We'll make we'll make this amount of money available to you, and so on and so forth. Yes, at a very high interest rate. But back to my question, which was, if you are a customer, is it actually in your interest to string your suppliers along ad infinitum and constantly come up with new reasons? For example, oh, my inventory turnover has slowed, 
or a new excuses? Well, I think I, I think that in this particular um, uh, piece, and it's a good piece, it's well written, although I disagree with it. Inventory turns are, I think, a consequence of sales. The reality is that if you don't sell, or if sales plummet, as they are doing for many companies now, you're likely to have a lot more inventory than you previously would have had, because at the end of the day, you're still buying stuff and you're not able to sell it to anyone. Um, so. Is it right? No, of course it's not right. No, but uh, is it in your interest? Okay, third yeah. attempt at this question. Let's say you are you're, you're a customer, as as we all are, right? Whether you're a, uh, a supplier or a customer, you always have both roles. You're a customer to your suppliers. You string them along. You come up with all sorts of reasons and excuses. In the short term, okay, you're able to keep some of your cash in the bank for a little bit longer. But in the medium to long term, is it in your interest? to string your suppliers along? No, because all business from the very beginnings of business, you know, in the deltas of the Middle East, uh, <laughs> in Europe and in, and in the Yangtze River in China, depended upon people making deals that they stuck with. At the end of the day, all business is about agreeing to do something and sticking to it. It's not about, and, and who wants to do business with a customer or a supplier who constantly changes uh, the terms of the deal. It's perfectly legitimate to go along to a supplier and say, hey supplier, I really want to ensure that we maintain our long-term relationship. You're probably aware that the market's a bit tricky at the moment. Here are some of the issues I'm having. Can we look at some options? A, an openly negotiated payment deferral or discount. If it's done openly and without coercion, is a very good way for people to get through the present difficulty. But the notion that it's somehow advantageous to agree one thing and then do another. Um, I've done business with, 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 with customers like that and it's exhausting. And at the end of the day, like many people who kind of got to my seniority, you know, uh, <laughs> I choose to do business with people who I trust. And if I don't trust them or if they demonstrated through their behavior in the past that they'll say one thing and do another, then by and large, unless I absolutely have no choice, I'll go and do business with somebody else. Yeah. Business is based on trust. It's based on doing what you say you're going to do. And we seem to have slightly lost sight of the fact, for the two reasons that I've adduced, that payment terms are exactly the same thing. And this notion that you allow the last customer in the, in the chain to determine when he pays, and therefore everyone else gets paid after that, no. No, I agree a payment term and it is up to you to manage your cash flow so that you meet my payment term and so on and so forth. Because if you adopt the former approach, no one has really got any incentive to stick to anything because you can always blame somebody else. It, it, you know what I mean? It just says, I can't pay you because somebody 10 removes away from me in another country hasn't paid some, you know. At the end of the day, make a commitment, stick to the commitment. If there are issues, be open about the issues and agree an alternative course of action. Do not surreptitiously make a deal and then deliberately flout the terms of that deal because that way lies catastrophe, quite apart from the fact that it makes life miserable. Mm. Well, if you uh, agree, disagree, of course, we'd also like to hear from you. Uh, service at riabu.com is the email address uh, to send us um, your message and perhaps you also, like this particular LinkedIn poster, has different views. Don't squirm, Simon. I'm we... squirming because, you know, look, 
we do not need academics telling us how to run business. <laughs> uh, goodness knows uh, we've got enough challenges as it is. <laughs> but we still welcome them on the show. Right? <laughs> Sorry, of course we do. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But anyway, no, we, we, we genuinely do. If you have an alternative view to the idea that suppliers should get paid on time, please drop us a line, service at riabu.com. Somehow I don't think we're going to get many mails. Um, and uh, you're even welcome to join us here on the, the podcast and uh, tell us why you think that customers should be able to string their suppliers along at Change my mind. Do your worst. All right. Speak to you soon, maybe.